0: Hey, welcome to the Default Alive podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Chris. And this is our audio documentary of our journeys building profitable internet businesses. And so if this is your first time listening, you can learn more about us and get up to speed by starting at episode number one. But if you're a regular, welcome back. Chris, how you doing?
1: Good. Corey, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. I, uh, I posted this morning, actually. I had some uh, been doing this this thing I have been for a while, but I was, I've been trying to get back into it called morning pages, mm. where I just sort of like write free th- free free flow, and uh, so not like my hottest morning I would say, and I don't really know why, but um, just sort of the reality of I don't know all the things, and uh, so feeling like a little bit like anxious, you know, like I was I think it was last night actually, now it's like coming back to me a little bit like. I was thinking like, Oh, tomorrow's the 14th. And I was like, Oh my gosh, we're halfway through December. We're almost to Christmas. I was like, dang it. It's still like, I feel behind. I feel like I want to do all these things before the first and I have this whole relaunch thing I want to do. And so a little bit overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, no, I feel you. This, this happens to me every single month now. <laughs> uh, when you, when you're tracking like monthly metrics and things you want to get done in a month and and having those goals, like, every single time wow it's it's halfway over already it, it goes by so quickly
0: real quick yeah yeah we we had talked actually late last week you know about i feel like normally i sort of like i've had a few like days the last couple months where i've just been like oh my gosh i can't do this like this is too overwhelming too much to do i'm not going to make it i don't know what i'm doing and normally it comes like end of the week like wednesday or thursday or friday um, just cause I'm like not getting done what I wanted to that week. Um, so it's a little bit like surprising and like worrying that it's happening today <laughs> on a Monday. Um, but I mean, it's fine. It's just, I, yeah, I just been realizing like so much of being productive and doing this is like just managing your own psychology, like just being able to stay sane, plan out accordingly, be productive. Cause it's hard to be productive when you're like feeling stressed or like, uh, you know, or like, it's hard to be, pre- uh, creative, maybe is the better word. Like, mm-hmm. um, when you feel like you're kind of like boxed in to whatever is, you know, top of mind for you.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, I think a big part of it is just not giving up and continuing to keep pushing through it. I know I, I went through several different moments with jet boost where I, thought about quitting or, uh, you know, and these are even points that were, were pretty late on. I mean, we're talking like March of last year, June of last year, uh, where it was just difficult times and I didn't really know what the next step was. And all, all I knew was, uh, I guess I can't really quit. I just need to keep going and, and see what happens.
0: So yeah. Yeah. That, that perseverance part is such a big part of it. I don't think I even really realized I mean it makes sense but like now of course when you're living it it does mm-hmm. make more sense like oh yeah like you just keep at it and you just keep doing it and then like eventually it's kind of like the um how does it go it's gradually and then suddenly mm-hmm. um when people talk about success so it's like gradually you just put in work day after day and month after month and you just try to stay in the game and then suddenly you know something works or you're like you've made it to a point where you're like oh wow this is this is working or like I don't feel as stressed or like I have the endless to-do list. Like things are delegated or things are managed or you've reached a good point. So it's hard though. It's, it's simple, but not easy.
1: It's a great way to put it. Do you find that doing the morning pages helps you? I, I've gone through phases myself where I'm consistent with that. And then other times where I'm not. So I'm curious.
0: Yeah, I, I do feel like it helps. Um, I think it's, it's like the same thing as like a, a lot of the project management kind of mantras and best practices of like just get it out of your head mm-hmm. and just put it down on paper and like get it into a system um just track it somewhere and want to have all these like thoughts swirling around in my head if i can just get them on paper get them out of my head put it somewhere somewhere i can reference too, then like i don't feel like there's as many thoughts swirling around there anymore you know like they just like need to get out or something so just by writing it down, it seems to help. It's funny, I I was doing it really well for like a few months and then I don't know what happened. It's like every you know habit that you fall out of, you just yeah. stop doing it once or twice and then like you're just sort of out of the habit all of a sudden. But I had this whole thing where like I tracked uh, the number of hours that I sleep and then I have like this morning thing of like, okay, I'm just going to go through... You know, like have like a minute of silence and do like go through a couple of affirmations and visualize like here's sort of the goals I have in mind, do a bit of exercise, do a bit of reading, and then do my morning pages and I write down the task for the day. And that would be kind of like the start of my day. And I found that really helpful and I really liked that. And of course I've fallen out of it, so <clears> now I'm trying to get back into it. Um, but I do think that it helps. I've, I found especially the morning pages, like just me being sort of like the thinker, archetype just getting it out of my head helps a lot
1: yeah no i would agree with that and i've found that it at least for me it helps a lot uh if i'm worrying about something or or not or or maybe exaggerating the consequences of something where i can go through and go through the scenario of like writing out like what are my what are my actual fears here what are the worst case scenarios uh, and, and usually it's not as bad as what's swirling around in your head.
0: Right. Yeah. It's, it's not, not nearly as bad. So I, yeah, I think you just gotta keep at it. But anyways, those are the feelings going on. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like, keep like reminding myself like, no, oh, no, it's okay. Like logically <laughs> things are going to work out. Like we'll just, we're going to be fine plug away every day, uh, every day and don't be so hard on yourself. And I had some good, uh, some good thoughts from people on Twitter too, but I think I also want to, um, you know, speaking about sort of new year's resolutions and coming up to the new year. Like I want to last year, I, I really wanted to reread a few books mm. ended up reading a bunch of new books. Um, but I think this next year I really do just want to, I want to read like a couple of new books, but I want to reread a lot of books. And, uh, those are a few that I mentioned. It was like essentialism. Um, the one thing, the dip, uh, atomic habits, I really want to get back to those, and I feel like they might be timely, given the uh, sort of where I'm at right now, my journey.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. I uh, only recently with, um, you know, uh, I did it a little bit with Evernote, but more so with Obsidian, where I actually started becoming good at taking notes while I'm reading books, uh, mm, and I wish yeah. I had done that for all of the kind of oh like some of the classics that you mentioned. Uh, because it's, it's so easy to lose that knowledge if if you don't capture it while you're reading. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I, I wish that I had done it a bazillion years ago. Now I have like this, you know, pretty cool system with Rome and read wise and mm-hmm. highlighting. And so like every day when I log into Rome, I see like what I had highlighted yesterday and it's pretty cool that it's all kind of being captured in there. But yeah, I mean those books, especially I want to reread just so that I can go through and highlight them and, uh, and, and do the, I don't know if you've gone through Tierra Forte's, um, progressive summarization kind of method, but I th- found that really, really helpful too, just to be able to like really distill mm. sort of what you're getting out of the book.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've, uh, I've seen that, but I don't know. I'm not ne- necessarily have gone through it yet.
0: You should look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you and I'll, I'll cool. try to link it. I'll, I'll make a note here to link it in the show notes. Um, but it's a really practical way to, yeah, just write down like what you're thinking um what you're taking away from the book uh it kind of goes through this process of like first you highlight and then you bold and then you like rewrite and summarize and then you like then you can kind of like take away like oh here's like actual quotes in the book and then here's like what i took away from it and then you have like this new version of the book for yourself that was just like how you put it in your own words so it's pretty cool
1: So it's kind of like summarizing your own learnings, only not just in your head, but writing them down.
0: Right. And not just like highlights, but like, how are you sort of like synthesizing this and turning this, you know, interpreting it for yourself?
1: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's a fun one. Um, How was your your week this last week?
1: Yeah, it uh, (laughs) it was a bit of a hair on fire week for me. Uh, yeah. So, uh, number one, my wife and I were moving last week, uh, just moving locally within San Diego. Uh, but we had about a week overlap to actually do the move. And while I thought that sounded great in theory, uh, (laughs) to, to, you know, not have to do the whole like one day to get everything out and into the new place. Uh, Instead, it felt like four days of that where we were constantly mm-hmm. going back and forth between the two places. And, uh, you know, most of this was my fault because I'm a procrastinator. And whereas she like had all her stuff packed up and ready to go, I'm like doing it one day at a time. So uh, yeah, yeah it, it really dragged out the move. And, uh, you know, along with that and everything else that's going on, I just felt, I felt like I got maybe two, maybe three solid days of work uh, in last week, uh, which was, which was definitely challenging with, um, you know, trying to finish development of, uh, the latest booster product, uh, prepping for, uh, new developer hire and all of that. So it it was an interesting week, but, uh, I'm surprisingly feeling quite optimistic now today (laughs) after that, that it's all done. (laughs) yeah i think so um so i can i can officially announce now that uh, i am working with sarwesh who is the um he runs a site called nocodelytics.com it's a uh, SaaS analytics tool uh, that is uh, you know it's targeting no coders it has a strong integration with webflow um, but i believe it can be used on non-webflow sites as well And he is, he's mostly focused on that, but he also has some, uh, time available for consulting and, uh, we, we got to chatting and it it just was like, wow, this is a great fit. I mean, he's already built, uh, an integration with, with Webflow and not only with Webflow, but also with JetBoost as well. So, uh, if anyone's listening and you're looking to track your, uh, JetBoost searches, so your search analytics, you can use his tool uh, nocodelytics.com oh, to, uh, automatically do that, which is super cool.
0: That's super cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. I mean, yeah, it's understandable last week was probably a bit of a wash, Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like some really cool things happen now set up for this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's great. I, uh, <laughs> I recorded almost three hours of video yesterday of me walking through the code base Uh, all the different JetBoost projects uh, to kind of give him an overview. And uh, he's starting to watch those. I think that's, uh, I got done recording. I was like, I'm not really sure how helpful this is, but uh, (laughs) he he said it's been helpful so far. So uh,
0: Better than nothing, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that that was actually something I learned from uh, Arvid Call on his podcast. He had mentioned, when he sold Feedback Panda, he he'd been the only developer that ever worked on, on the software, uh, and he said he just recorded a number of different videos of himself walking through the code. So, hmm. totally stole that from him.
0: <laughs> nice, thanks, Arvid.
1: Yeah, thank you, Arvid. <laughs> uh,
0: that's cool, though. Yeah, that'll be exciting to have Sarwich on on board and starting to work on stuff in tandem. Um, are you feeling like close to the fifth booster, or is it still kind of a ways out? And I know next week will be interesting with Christmas at the end of the week, but, you know, taking like a little bit of time off and trying to plan around. Obviously, you know, when you're going to release something, is it going to get used or abused or is there going to be a bug or, you know, things like that?
1: Yeah. um, It's getting pretty close for at least the early access. Uh, And what's been crazy is I've had, either people who sort of saw the, the uh, Twitter preview that I made for the, for the feature Uh, they've gotten really excited about it. People have reached out to me asking if they can be on the early access list. Uh, And then I've also had people just coming through chat support and they're looking for this exact thing. Uh, So it's, I'm feeling the pressure a bit to, to get this out (laughs) there Uh, which, you know, it's, it's a good pressure, but um, yeah, just, just, Trying to finish that up, and uh, I—it's I, looking like the early access will happen this week. And when the when the official release happens, I'm not totally sure yet. But to at least be able to get it to anyone who who's looking for it right away will will be a big bonus.
0: Yeah, that's cool. This is super random, but it just popped in my head. Have you have you done a product hunt launch yet?
1: <laughs> uh, no, I have not uh that's crazy yeah i don't know it's it's been long enough now where i think it's kind of funny to never launch on product on with JetBoost, but (laughs) it's it's probably something i should do at some point
0: (laughs) i think so i mean you might as well before i don't know before the baby comes or new year you know something i don't know i've been thinking about that for swipe files as well and for for savvy cal working with derek
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: um it's one of those things it's like you might as well at some point and it's kind of like earlier the better, but not too early because then like earlier the better in, in the sense that like then it can just be out there and be like another way that people, for people to discover you and, or, you know, sort of make a big deal once and that be it a bit of momentum you can build up, but not too early in the sense that like, you don't want to for it to flop, you know, and like not even make it the top five or, you know, basically get no one to the site. So now it feels like a, I don't know. Maybe a good time for Jet Boost. Yeah, especially after the fifth booster.
1: Yeah, I think that and uh, some of the the bundle packages that we're working on. Yeah, yeah with the pricing, um, that probably makes sense. I'll I'll, I'll need to consider uh, not being too stubborn about it and <laughs> wearing the badge of honor of, of never having done a product yeah. on launch for it. But yeah. <laughs>
0: So, so talk to me about bundling and pricing. What, what's, uh, what are you thinking?
1: Yeah. Uh, I've gone back and forth on it a lot, but at the very least, there will be a bundle for all five boosters, uh, for the price of three probably. Uh, and there may also be a second bundle Which will be uh, filter, search, and pagination, because those are all somewhat related, uh, and that'll probably be around the price of purchasing two of those separately. Mm. So I'm I'm thinking different packages potentially. One would be like the call it like the dynamic CMS package, and the other would be just the everything package. Uh, Ah, right, right.
0: Has that has that changed from what you were thinking before? I know we actually haven't talked about it real much, but I know you're doing the uh, the mastermind, and some of these sort of pricing discussions have come from that. Um, it's like, how, how has that evolved over time?
1: Yeah, that has... I, I haven't talked about that much publicly, and it, it has been evolving. Uh, my initial thought was to... And it may, I would still like to get here eventually, but to simplify the Jet Boost pricing overall, so remove the option to buy Jet Boost per product, uh, and instead just have uh, a few different tiers, like you would with uh, typical SaaS pricing. Um, the the challenge with that is figuring out okay what uh, what is included in each one of the tiers if it's not uh separate jetboost products mm. and the let's say the the most logical thing would be either uh restricting the number of sites that someone could use jetboost on so you get all of jetboost but only for one site or only for three sites or 10 sites or whatever it is um Or potentially, I've also talked about this with people uh, looking at doing some sort of uh, limitation around number of page views for for the widgets. So, I mean, that makes sense. It it, it could open up pricing to uh, people who are just getting started with smaller sites that don't have a lot of traffic. Uh, But there are some challenges with that as far as just technical complexity of, uh, you know, how do you handle when somebody now goes over the allotted page views and is in the next tier? Do you, do you automatically upgrade them? Do you, you know, just bother them with emails until they do upgrade, uh, try, trying to figure out all, all of those. So in general, what I came to the decision was the, the moving away from Pay per product is just too big of a change right now, uh, particularly with me planning to take January off. So, the simplest thing to do is uh, get the the fifth booster developed and then uh, just bundle them up as you know, purchase five for the price of three.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I feel like I've been having a lot of pricing discussions recently with a few different people, mm. and it's so hard. I think it it's probably like one of the hardest things to really like get right and especially like tests, it's like very delicate, you know, being right. what people pay for the product and how they pay for it. And, and there's, there's two different things. It's like, there's price pricing optimization, which is like making these small tweaks or introducing a new tier or uh, adding a new plan or, you know, like these very like small changes that are just a little bit of, you know, a little bit iterative. And then there's like these pricing, you know, innovations or however you want to call it, where it's like, Hey, we're going to introduce, you know, bundles or we're going to change the value metric or we're going to, um, or we haven't even figured out, we haven't established a pricing sort of structure yet. We need to create one, which one would Actually. Yeah. I'm thinking now and I've had conversations with at least five different people about pricing in the last 30 days, Wow, <laughs> like big changes too. And, um, and it's hard because, you don't wanna just like flip a switch and then like make a mistake. And you also don't want to do something that would potentially undersell yourself. And I think the, the easiest, I think, you know, what you're doing is is definitely down the right, right path because talking with these other folks and sort of the conclusion that I've come to is the, the best and the easiest thing to do is to test with new customers for like a month or two months and like just see what happens. Um, and even just from the marketing site and how people are signing up, like what does it change and how are people using it? Um, like what kind of like friction points are they coming up with? Um, and then potentially change it to something else and then just, cha- you know, test that for a new, uh, for another month or two with new customers. Um, but not to do anything too drastic with current customers quite yet. And just like, you know, change everything overnight. Um, cause you don't really know. So anyways, that's a tough one um i feel like that that value metric piece is definitely really key for you you know there's like a few sounds like you're considering we've talked about it before but you know there's uh the different boosters there's a the number of sites and then there's potentially like you know usage which could be like page views or events or something like that and um i kind of like the idea of sort of what you're thinking of just like bundling so that will be basically just creating like a package around the number of boosters and then potentially in the future, maybe trying to do something with a number of sites as well, which would, which would be a huge one for, you know, freelancers, agencies, people like me who have like, you know, 10 different webflow flow, <laughs> uh, web flow of sites and they're just all over the place. I um, mean, some sort of bundle or discount for that too, or, you know, I think that's the right direction.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, there, there's definitely a couple of things that have been driving this. Number one is people have been asking uh, for months now for a a bundled deal, and it makes sense. Like if, if you're going to use all of these different Jetboost products, one, it's nice just to have everything under one subscription, one invoice, yeah. uh, and to get some sort of uh, you know loyalty deal or whatever for for using all of the different products. Which makes a lot of sense. And, and the other thing that has been pushing this a little bit is, and I don't know if this is something that, that every SaaS product faces, but the, the the range of responses I get to the JetBoost pricing are are oh, just so broad between yeah. uh you know, I, I hear like people saying they can't believe how cheap Jetboost is. Uh, that it's it's such a no brainer decision for them to use and then there are other people that are just shocked at how expensive it is uh and uh yeah it's uh <laughs> it, i i can hear two completely different responses in the same day and it it can be a little bit challenging to to figure out what to to make of that
0: yeah i i feel like what i've Sort of landed on with that kind of feedback is basically to ignore like both ends of the the spectrum and just focus on like the middle um when you think about it too like literally on like a you know if you were to run like a price sensitivity survey to really ask like, you know what would people consider to be too cheap or like affordable or a little bit expensive or like way too expensive you would get like this whole kind of range of answers and it would depend on who they are, how big they are, you know, what they're anchoring against, what in their current tech stack, and um, but like you don't price for the people who are really price sensitive. You also don't really price for people who are not price sensitive at all. You kind of have to price for the majority of people, and the majority are very, you know, like mediocre. <laughs> They're like <laughs> indifferent most times, you know. They're like, well, it feels a little bit expensive, or it feels a little bit cheap, or you know. And that's where you kind of have to like moved around a little bit and try to figure out: Am I slightly underpricing? Am I slightly overpricing? You know, what do they really want out of this? Would they think it's a better deal if they got more boosters or if they got more sites? And what you know, what makes a difference for them, pretty tangibly? But yeah, I'm, I mean, I would say just completely ignore like. <laughs> the the extreme perspectives because they're they are extreme like they're they're the outliers you know they're on the thing what is it the um uh the adoption the bell curve adoption bell curve so i forget like the technical name for it you know but it's like the whole crossing the chasm thing and you have the early adopters the early majority majority late majority you know later whatever it is and uh you, you want to price for the majority. That's where you know, 66% plus people are going to be. You have to price for them.
1: Yeah, and as you said, those are the silent ones that you don't hear from.
0: <laughs> Mostly silent, yeah, which is hard because then you have to go talk to them or you have to just test it with mm-hmm. new customers, for example.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so figuring that out, but uh, I'm also pretty excited for it. I, I mean, the, the bundle is uh, nothing but upside for existing customers and new customers uh because it's it's just going to be cheaper to use more of jetboost uh right. which will be cool.
0: Yeah I i really like the idea of bundling because um I think it's a win-win. One, it'll increase the average earning per customer for you. And two, it'll it'll increase people's usage of JetBoost, like they'll get more of Jetboost for less. Mm-hmm. I think it also, I mean, it's cool because it makes people feel like they're getting a good deal. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just psychologically like a, a rewarding thing to put out where it's just like a, um, you know, it, it is a good deal. People would feel good about paying that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, that's fun.
1: Yeah. What about you? I know you've been working on some <laughs> pricing bundling as well.
0: Yeah. Also looking at a couple kind of pricing things. I mean, mostly like, I feel like my weeks have been like pretty unproductive um, because I've mostly been doing consulting, but then I've been basically just kind of like shaping and reworking and thinking, you know, about what I want to do. What's why falls for 2021. It's kind of a whole relaunch and really just trying to rework it to something that I really like and I think will be compelling. And, um, so this last week I was doing a lot of focusing around the pricing and sort of the membership tiers and what I was going to offer. And, uh, so, I kind of had this idea of like wanting to have some sort of higher tier or something that would, um, you know, I had thrown around the idea before of like, Oh, what if people got access to, um, I don't know, more behind the scenes content or to my courses, or maybe they just want to pay more. as like a financial, you know, patron or just like there's the pay less option and the pay more option. Um, and I think I'm, so there's, there's a couple of different options that I'm considering, but I think what would be most valuable for customers is to have some sort of like all access deal where you get swipe files bundled with um, both of my courses and uh, also having that in mind being like in the future, I'd like to create more courses and possibly, you know, like eBooks and more like standalone products. And basically this would be a nice way for me to like sell that as a part of swipe files, um, and it'd be like a higher tier offering, but again, it would feel like a good deal. So like, instead of, you know, buying each course individually and spending, uh, 700 bucks right now with the current pricing, then maybe you get swipe files plus both courses for $400 or $500 or, you know, something cheaper, right? Where then it's basically a way for me to discount while also increasing the average order value. And, um, so that's that's the thing I'm considering right now is bundling the courses. And now I'm trying to also figure out like, well, would that just be like a a larger subscription or would that be like a a larger one time kind of upfront fee that renews into like a regular subscription of, you know, 90, 90, a year is is what it is. Um so I'm trying to battle with that and try to figure it out. But I think I know where I'm where i'm leaning but i'd be curious to hear what you think on between those two options or just bundling overall swipe files
1: yeah uh one question that came to mind first was is there like how do the courses relate to each other is there an order of like you would recommend doing one before the other or they kind of separate enough topics
0: yeah it's a little bit tough because um maybe i should i don't know i've been thinking about sort of uh, reworking, refactoring growth a little bit, but refactoring growth is very like B2B SaaS marketing, very like tactical. Now it's models for marketing doesn't really apply to like a specific industry or type of business or product. Um, and it's very broad and it's also less tactical, I would say, cause it's more about, um, you know, the psychology and how to think and more, I would say on the strategy side of things, but when people buy both, you know, normally I, would, I advise them to buy mental models for marketing first, just going to kind of like lays the groundwork for like, here's how to think about marketing and different frameworks. And and then once you want to get t- tactical, then you go to refactoring growth if they're a B2B SaaS company. Um, so, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, sounds, it, it makes sense then to bundle them together.
0: Yeah, I think so. Especially for people who are in SaaS, I think it makes a lot of sense. That's kind of why I'm thinking like, I want to create some other courses eBooks in the future that are a little bit more like industry agnostic as well. Um, but refactoring growth still is like, people don't just buy it for B2B SaaS. Like it's also for really anything subscription as well, which is maybe how I should kind of like frame it and uh, position it.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Maybe you can become the, uh, the membership marketing guy. <laughs> you want to start exploring outside of B two B SaaS. Oh boy, yep, yep. I uh, mean, because uh, you're that, doing it right now. <laughs>
0: I know that is a tough one. I go back and forth on it all the time. I'm like, oh, should I like just really niche down on something, or should I go more broad? Like, what I'm more curious about is more broad. I think I talked I talked about this in the last podcast, but I'm more interested in just like marketing in general and sort of like. <laughs> the b2b saas marketing guy just like makes me cringe a little bit or like <laughs> the membership marketing guy it makes me cringe a little bit um but they're very valid points and offers i think still
1: yeah yeah so as far as the pricing though you're between uh kind of like a higher upfront fee and then the swipe files annual uh pricing continues after that or what what was the other option
0: or just a higher subscription fee so Here are the two options I'm literally thinking of: uh, $3.99 once renewed at $99 a year or $2.99 a year. Um, I think the prob, like, I'm leaning towards the larger upfront, you know, $3.99 once renewed at $99, because given that it's a course, it's something you go through once, and it'd be more like the $2.99 would make sense if I was coming up with like a new course, I don't know, every six months or something, which would be Mm -hmm. like a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. or it's just maybe like, there's constantly updated content, which I'm not doing. I could do a little bit more of, but I don't know if it makes as much sense to offer like access to the courses on subscription, unless there was just like a lot of courses, you know, like 10 plus, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I would agree that the first one probably makes more sense. You, you also mentioned some of the like behind-the-scenes stuff. Would that be a part of this tier? or?
0: I don't know if I'm actually going to... I was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to do that because it would be more content for me to create. And I don't know if that's actually what people are interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be more of like, is this better as like a product where people pay for or is this better as... like. A marketing thing where i just like use it to build interest in swipe files and i'm kind of thinking it's a better marketing thing than it is a product thing
1: okay yeah that probably makes sense
0: yeah we'll see but one of the things i'm i'm also kind of working on and, and workshopping a little bit is like this uh kind of like thousand true fans experiments um hmm. like a similar to like a hardcore year or, you know, 12 startups in 12 months kind of idea of like, Hey, 2021, I'm on a mission to get 1000 true fans. And and literally first wife files that would be like, Oh, this would be a great living for me. And I could do this full time forever, basically. Um, and so trying to make a big deal about it and do some sort of, I don't know, monthly update or even have like a log on the page of here's like, where I'm currently at here, like the experiments that I'm running and like what I'm learning as I try to market swipe files myself. Um, and I'm thinking that might be a better, yeah, I don't know. It could be something cool, which is why I was thinking it'd be a better marketing thing than a product thing.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Yeah. That would be cool though.
0: So that's where I'm leaning. That's that's what I'm doing on the bundling side of things. Um, but yeah, I, I also think it'd be cool, you know, later, again, later on, I'd like to do a little bit more, a couple more courses and or eBooks, um, and kind of like flesh out the offering. But then I, I would feel good about like creating those, not just, you know, knowing that it's not just a course thing with one, one time revenue, but that it actually renews into a swipe files membership with recurring revenue. And, uh, so I feel like that was a cool, like, Oh, I think I could see this work, you know, and like I could see sort of like the joining of the two, um, while also not like underselling the courses by just offering them in the 99 year membership, which I feel like could be like a steal, you know, I'd be like way <laughs> underselling right. myself. Right. I could be wrong yeah. on that, but that's sort of what i how I've been thinking about it.
1: No, I I think so too. And it, it seems like things are a bit siloed right now. Like the, the and part of that's intentional, uh, as you, as you've mentioned before, but I, I do think it'll be good to be able to bring those brands closer together, uh, yeah. under swipe files.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, before the end of the year, I'd like to basically like join those in and then like as a part of the relaunch have this sort of higher tier offering, um, and then like create the pages on the swipe files domain and redirect and basically just like adopt those two products into the swipe files, um, brand or ecosystem or however you want to call it.
1: Nice. Awesome.
0: Yeah. And that, that's the most progress I made last week on swipe files. But again, it's hard because I'm like, you know, don't, uh, you know, go easy on yourself a little bit. Cause like it is hard work sort of thinking through it and planning and gathering the ideas and getting it right. Um, I did want to make progress on, on the podcast. Everything's marketing. And uh, so I went through the whole thing on, you know, Descript and learning podcast editing and like trying to figure out the workflow that I could possibly do myself or delegate um, only to find out that once again, Big Sur has kind of screwed me over and Descript doesn't work with Big Sur right now. Um, So I post on Twitter. I think there might be like a workaround with like a beta version, but I'm kind of sketched out by it. Um, So I didn't make any progress really last week. But I think the good news actually is that it will force me to maybe delegate it earlier than I would have before. Because now I'm talking to my nephew and I'm like, hey, so I literally can't do this on my computer. Can I like, can we hop on a Zoom and like, can I show you what I'm thinking? Uh, Instead of like me going through the whole process of like recording everything, I'll just like do it live on a Zoom with him. And um, maybe I'll get that out of my hands earlier than I would have before. And it might be a good thing at the end of the day, but uh, we'll see.
1: Yeah, there you go. Forced delegation because you can't right. run it on your computer.
0: <laughs> uh, it was just frustrating. I was just like, why did I do this? I don't. <laughs>
1: You're too excited. I, between...
0: I know, I... but it's the it's, latest again, and greatest. So I never, I never do. I always am like the late adopter. Now on like, I still have the iPhone 10 or X or whatever it was called. Um, I have like an older MacBook Pro. Like I don't really. I have an old pair of like. AirPods like I used to be like I need everything first and now I'm like the opposite and then for some reason it just popped on the screen I was like oh this has been around for a long time but it was brand new and I downloaded it and everything's messed up but uh yeah anyways could be a good thing we'll see (laughs) cool um that's pretty much it on my end um I'm hoping you know next week be Christmas and try to make a couple of strides. I want to do more writing this week as well. Um, but I think I'm getting close to actually within the website and swipe files, like is pretty close to where I want them to be by the time the new year comes. And, uh, and I'm thinking about doing a product hunt launch myself for swipe files. So, um, let, let it be kind of kick off this new vision I have and the thousand true fans experiment. We'll see. I'm still working on the sort of like verbiage and what exactly it is I'm doing. But, uh, more work on that this week.
1: Awesome. Well, let's make sure we don't do swipe files, JetBoost, SavvyCal, <laughs> product Hub launches all on the same day.
0: I know. I'll <laughs> we'll be competing with each other. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to – I'll definitely coordinate that and make sure that we don't do it all on the same day. Or maybe even, not even the same week because uh, can't ask everyone to upvote day after day after day. <laughs> can only pull so many strings. That's, That's funny. funny. All right, man. Well, shall we wrap it?
1: Yeah, I had uh, one other question for you, we
0: Oh yeah, go for it.
1: Uh, I saw on Twitter you are also looking for some new hobbies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: I thought hobbies. What are those?
0: I know. Like, wait, what? What is a hobby? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. You know, it was over the weekend, and I was just like, actually, I felt good about where I left the week off last week on Friday, and then on Saturday, I was like, what do I do? Like, I don't. I don't have anything to do. <laughs> so I like started looking into chess and a bunch of other things, but yeah, it's a little bit weird. Like I really, I think it's also part of me being too hard on myself. It's like, I don't, I don't really, um, I don't like the whole, you know, work is my hobby kind of thing. Cause like, I think there is something to having hobbies that like give you energy and rest and like reset and get your mind off something. And, um, for a while it was kind of like video games for me, which I haven't, but it didn't really like stick and it doesn't really feel good. Like I like doing things that are a little bit more like I don't know, mentally or physically stimulating. So, yeah, I was looking at things. And the hard part too is with COVID, like I love playing right. basketball and I haven't pl- been able to play basketball for like a year now. And it's driving me nuts. And so I like need something else. And uh my guitar is broken kind of, so I can't really play it. So anyways, yeah, I was looking into chess and cooking and baking so we've been watching a lot of baking shows with my wife
1: <laughs> I think
0: this looks fun i could do that
1: but yeah nice yeah i think covid is a big part of it uh i mean my wife and i have gone through that too like like what did we used to do <laughs> before covid like didn't we have things we did oh man uh, but yeah just being able to meet up with people and like you said do things like play basketball you know volleyball here and uh all sorts of different stuff so yeah
0: yeah have you been able to play tennis at all
1: uh i have played tennis a couple times uh but yeah not i haven't played nearly as much as uh i used to
0: yeah what what are the other kind of like i mean they're probably non-existent but like what were the hobbies that you felt like you you had before you know pre-covid and pre-jet boost?
1: yeah uh I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm so boring because like, but pre pre COVID pre jet boost, like my hobbies were, uh, you know, learning about business, reading, reading, business, but, right. uh, <laughs> and, and now yeah, take exactly. Courses like, and now it's, uh, just putting all of that into practice. Uh, but tennis is a big one for me. Um, and actually since COVID started, Uh, I've gotten into running a little bit. Hmm. Um, so I did a 10 K by myself, uh, in July, which was like, I'm not a runner at all. So it it was extremely challenging. Uh, but now I'm trying to do one more at the end of this year. Uh, again, just kind of by myself on my own, but it's been kind of just a fun thing to train for and, uh, you know, have, Some sort of physical goal like that so it's been that's been good
0: yeah that's cool i uh i applaud you anyone who loves running i'm like just i'm happy for you because i despise it maybe one day i'll like it but uh i need something that like forces me to run like basketball for example (laughs) yeah and then i i I still despise it a little bit but it's (laughs) a it's a means to an end
1: yeah totally i i'm the same way i i will say the one thing that i've enjoyed about it is uh, like I don't run with music or podcasts or anything. So it's kind of this time mm. where it just forces me to, uh, be away from all electronics and, and everything. So that's been kind of good.
0: Yeah. I love that. It's kind of like a meditative state a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Well, TBD on the hobbies. All right. One more thing to add or a few more things to add to the to-do list, but, uh, we'll have to check back in on that a little bit later.
1: Cool. Sounds
0: good. All right. Well, we'll have all the uh, notes and, and mentions and links in the show notes. And we'll see you next week.